We the GamerCast is powered by the You, Me, and Capri Patreon. We want to say thank you to some people starting with our Diamond Executive Producers, Slimer Snarf, Lee Navarro, and Jonathan Brown. Also, our Platinum Producer, Robbie Bobby Miller. And then to our Gold Level Patrons like James Johnson, Jean Kay, Skinny Matt, Ashley Nicholson, Aaron Gropper, Trucker Sloth, Argo, Ryan Turford, Egg Shen, and Ray Sony Pony Martinez. Thank you everyone for all of your support. Welcome to We The Gamer Cast. It publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday. But patrons get it first. They get it on freaking Fridays. Thank you for subscribing and listening, for telling a friend and telling your mom and your grandma and your grandpa and your cousin and your uncle and your best friend's former roommate. Wait, what's this baseball single? Guys, thank you so much for listening and all of the things that you do for supporting on Patreon.com slash Capri. It's amazing. We're still going. Who knew this thing was going to keep going? <laughs> Man, for all, for all accounts, I probably am due for some sort of cancellation at this point, but we're just getting started. Well over 200 episodes in uh, We The Gamer Cast and its various iterations over the years and the breaks and the pauses, but I'm telling you guys, we are booking into October at this point. Holy crap, just a surge of people just like enjoying the show, reaching out, letting me know that they're liking it, that maybe they're discovering it for the first time. So if you're new, here's the deal. Every single week I have sweet hangs with a stranger or maybe even a very nice uh, friend from the internet. We talk about life and video games. And if you want to be on the show, um, I mean, <laughs> maybe get in line a little bit. But you can tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Last week was Grouchy Surge from the Backlog Busters. And you know what? Some of you guys have been asking me uh, about one of the things we talked about on that show, uh, which is how's the exercise stuff going along? It's going pretty good. It's actually, uh, since, cause I, cause I, I wanted to make a point before I chatted with him. Let's, uh, maybe get this thing going. I'm into week two of 21 day fix. I'm back. I didn't really want to talk about it too much until I kind of strung a couple of days together. And I'm being good about, I haven't done every single day, but if I miss a day and it's, this has only happened twice. Yesterday was one of those days and I've already made up for it. So I've got to, I'm carrying over the workouts. I'm not skipping anything, but the days where if I miss a day, then the next day is going to be a little bit painful. Uh, so that's why I don't want to ever do that again. <laughs> so after I do this, um, it is now 1030. I'm going to do this little intro. I'm going to push this out to the podcast line for the patrons, of course, on Fridays. And then I got to do a workout and I'm going to try to do some reading as well, you guys. I've got this little, um, if you guys see, actually, you probably can't even see it on my streams, twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. Um, the, uh, right beside me, I've got a big old whiteboard and I'm a big fan of whiteboards. And I've had all sorts of different like iterations and attempts at to-do lists, either on my phone with a with an app that's actually called to-do. It used to be called Wonderlist or Reminders or like Notepads or whatever it is. I'm really, I've, I've talked about this a lot in the past, but I'm definitely driven by to-do lists. But here's the thing, what has happened this week anyways, is I basically limited myself to like, what is this, like four things per day. Um, Monday we did gamer cast. Then I did a cardio workout. Then I did a little bit of reading. That was actually only three things. Tuesday did a workout at lunch, streamed PGA tour, did the pants podcast as well. And then I did a little bit of reading. So it's like, it feels, it feels good. 
But then I look at it, it's like, well, that's a lot of the same thing over and over again. So it's kind of, kind of like Groundhog Day. But is that adulting? Is that where we're at? Is that what the future of life is? <laughs> it's just kind of like, I hope I can finish this book and, you know, get on this, this hamster wheel of, of trying to get in shape and all of those things. Or should I just give up on all of it and try and get through an endless backlog of games? Like, uh, like my good friend, Grouchy Surge. But things have been going pretty well, you guys. I've also, Sometimes I talk about some of this stuff on the Pants Podcast, which you guys can get over at, uh, where is it called? Patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. Um, but I've been kind of reflecting a little bit on how my mind wanders. When I'm at work, I'm, I'm pretty focused. Um, but when I walk away from work and I'm with my family, with, especially with the kids, I'm finding that my mind wanders back to work. And that's putting me in a bit of a, in a, a sour mood. And something I've been talking to uh, my therapist about is recognizing when that, when that happens. And what I, what ends up happening is I'm like, I'm like sitting there with family trying to problem solve something essentially like back at the office. And I'm the type of person that needs to like really write something down or like explore a thought either like in some sort of conversation, but like trying to problem solve something about work in my brain without like with all the distractions and everything else is happening. It's like, it puts me actually in a sour mood. So I've actually started to notice when this is happening and, and recognize that I'm not going to get anything done when I try to do that. I'm not going to get any, like, I'm not actually coming to any sort of solution. It's been a long time since I like let my mind wander and go like, Oh, snap. That's such a brilliant idea. I got to get back down to my computer and, you know, make that happen, write that email or whatever it is. Like, so it's actually totally useless to be thinking about that sort of stuff. So I'm catching myself wander, say, well, that's not going to get you anywhere. Come on back, come stay in the moment. And things have been working out. A little better. Um, the only thing is that I'm just, my sleep is all sorts of messed up. Holy crap. Started out this week a little bit, a little weird. And I was up until 3 a.m. last night. So it's, man, just, and I wish it was like something fun. I wish I was gaming all night. Um, but yeah, just, just a little nuts right now. So, so thank God we have this. Thank God we have the Xbox Drive, a cup of Joe, we the gamer cast. Thanks, God. Thank you for you guys for, for listening and all of your kind words. Lots of people reaching out and, saying that they enjoy the show or even just reaching out to say like how I'm doing. I gotta say, man, I appreciate every single one of you guys for doing that. It is, it, it just lifts me up and hopefully it lifts you up as well. Hopefully it's a bit of a two way thing just to kind of, it, it feels good to make other people feel good. And you remind me to, to do that as well. So you're, you're doing a lot by just reaching out to me makes me want to reach out to other people. And it's just, we got to make this world a better place. So it all kind of seems like it's all on fire right now, but at least we get this respite. We get to chat with my good friend, Thomas King. Holy crap. It's been been a while since he's been on this show we go back quite a ways you can find him uh, find him on twitter at gamestom underscore ud or on twitch.tv slash sticks and crits he's a cool cat so why don't we just jump on into this thing here he is mr thomas king Like, look at your background. That thing is like, I could just look at that for hours. It's too much. It's I, and it's too like, <laughs> it's too cliche now. It's like everybody has. It's the same like YouTube starter kit drawer from oh. from IKEA. Like everything <laughs> about it is like is like streamer starter kit stuff. Like the the blue Yeti mic, the IKEA background, oh. the Logitech Yo. webcam, like that everybody's got. It's it's all. St- this is where you start now. Thomas. That's right, boy. Like, That's right. It took me a long time to get here, man, with all this gear, and it's like, this is like Dude, the most basic really... stuff. I've, if it wasn't for, and I hate to say it, but if it wasn't for COVID and getting all that stimulus money, I would never have upgraded anything. Yeah, man. I, I spent like three grand upgrading everything. Did you, 
And I still, you want to know the sad part? My computer's failing, so now I got to spend twenty five hundred and get a new computer. But what did you get? How did you like? You got all the rest of it. You didn't get your you fix your computer. I got, I got yeah. That's the only thing. I got the um, I got all the software, which is like XSplit, Streamlabs, all the subscriptions to like Adobe, all that stuff. Yeah. I bought um, two new screens because I needed them badly. What'd you get? Because I had a, um, I got two. I have an MSI. They're both curved. Yeah. One's a one's a twenty three and one's a twenty seven. MSI. I've been I've been eyeing those a little bit, and it seems like everybody's upgrading their screens right now. Everybody I'm talking to's got like a brand new monitor. It's like, damn, I can't escape this. I was like, I get this thought in my brain, and Jace plays games backwards, and I chat about this a little bit on Twitter, where it's like, why is it that when you get like a thought in your mind? Like, you're like, I need this. I don't really need this, but I probably want to buy this. And, like, you just can't let that go until you finally just buy it. Until and, you get it. Yeah, exactly. you're no happier. No. It's like, oh, the darkness is still there. Nope. <laughs> I still, I'm looking at my setup and I'm like, damn, I got to buy so much more. And I'm like, I shouldn't be this way. Right? I have, like, so, I even got a stream deck. Mm-hmm. I even went out and got the Elgato stream deck. And this thing's so cool. But once I switched over to Streamlabs, it's useless. I can't even find stuff. Oh, no way. No, it's good. I'm on Streamlabs. I use Stream Deck. It's all good, man. It it works. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. It's good. Might just take a second. Just clear it all out. Start again. (laughs) I'm going to have... That's all we want to hear. (laughs) working now is my, like... My uh my Twitter stuff, so I can do my tweets real quick, and then my quick t- my quick uh Twitch comments, so I can link everything, and that's about it. Yo, that's a really smart idea. Like mm-hmm. you can do anything. You can program it to do anything. And this can run your computer. You don't even need a keyboard, to be honest. Seriously, it's kind of like <laughs> it's it's basically like if I you could probably like run a DJ show with it. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I've seen those guys just like tap buttons and stuff. They have a Lincoln Park song going. It's like nobody's business. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, bro. I saw um, we're doing this thing for work, and we're doing a bit of a, like a live broadcast. And I'm like, oh man, I can, like I should charge a lot of money to do this. Like I could do this. Like they have really nice gear, which I don't have. But like running the software and the transitions and everything, it's like I could. That'd be that'd be great. And oh, yeah, of course, dude. they're running the whole thing with the with the stream deck. Like I saw, I kind of just like, oh yeah, <clears throat> I know this. I know how to do this. There was some dude with like uh, what the hell was it? Like the, I forget what the big one is. Thirty six buttons, yeah, or something man. like that. You just get the regular and, one. Yeah, I got yeah, I got the middle one. Yeah, same. not the small one, but yeah. I got the middle. So the, I saw this dude with the thirty six buttons, but then he's got he opens it up there. They all have files each button, mm-hmm. and it's like ten. He's like ten programs stacked and like ten different. Oh, it's crazy. on the big one. Oh, I've only got a couple. I think I've got to rework yeah. it. Like I, I kind of haven't really gone much deeper than the first time I started tackling it. So I want to, mm-hmm. now that I know how it all works, I know how to like nest things in with each other and like the folders and how that all works. Like I even do it for like for this I use, and I can yeah. easily just like go on my taskbar or start menu or whatever and just go like mm-hmm. Skype and then audacity and all the other things that I fire up. Yep. But I just do it. I've always, ever since like Bobby and I did, if we're at Nintendo one button and then I go do, 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 do. And everything just fires right up. And it just goes up. Yeah. I love it. It's That's kind of addicting. Part. It's kind of it, <laughs> it like, is. it's very satisfying. That is that maybe easy. me and you, me and you one night, we'll just, we'll sit, we'll sit down and we'll just tackle everything about stream decks. Seriously. And just get, get it locked. That's in. the type of thing. Like people, you know, I was talking to a good friend last night, grouchy surge. And, and I was talking to him about how, like when I'm not podcasting, I'm probably like planning. And he's like, well, what do you plan mm-hmm. exactly? And I was kind of like, I was almost caught off guard by his question because I don't know what I'm planning most of the time. <laughs> but I guess one of the things that I do do is things like that. I look at my stream deck and go like, how can I use that better? And I want to yep. just like dive into it. Like I could spend an entire night just going into my stream deck and programming that thing Yo, and oh just God, barely getting started. I did that. We were talking about that in my stream today. 
And I was, they were like just asking me questions like, oh, what do you do? Like, you know, like, what do you have planned for the future and all this stuff? And I was like, I don't know, like, I'm going to sit down tonight and record some stuff. And then I'm going to tinker with Streamlabs for three hours, probably. Yeah. You know, like. And why are they maybe, taking my questions, by the way? What's with your chat taking my questions? That's like number one of the things I wanted to ask you. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Where's your future going? What's your, what are your goals and ambitions in life? I'm sorry. Chat, chat, chat has been aggressive. Yeah, man. They're deep. Dude, and you know what's crazy? So I had this whole thing, this whole big debacle. And I started streaming again on Twitch last week. Mm-hmm. And I think I just caught a good time. Plus, I'm streaming every day from like 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern. Finally, dude. Finally, yeah, you're doing this every day. Every yeah, because so there's this whole big thing I'll tell you about later. But it's like I'm streaming every day, and I I'm I'm I could hit affiliate tonight. Yeah, man. And I've been streaming for like six days. Get it? I'm so happy. Wait a minute, like, am I? Shit. I'm sure I'm probably like on the sticks and cricks. I always say that wrong. Sticks and crits. Yes. Sticks and crits. Yeah, man, I, I need to ask you about D and D as well. I'm pretty oh, sure I'm following you already. But like, mm-hmm. what is your what is your need? Like, do you need average viewers or you need followers or what? Follow. I'm. I'm. I think I'm five followers short. I got everything else. Okay. I had, well, I mean, you're gonna get one more here. Like, if you're, I'm not already, I'm sure I am. Oh I'm man, is it sure. an acronym or something? Anyways, that would it's, be awesome for you to get that notification like while we're chatting. Oh, that'd be so, I'm waiting for it. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, I just kind of want to get it out of the way and then just put my head down and do the good work. Yeah. Because for some reason I've been looking at it and I'm like, oh man, I, I want to get this. I want to get this. And like I'm putting off all my other work, and I'm just putting everything into the stream. Yeah. So my my writing's like off to the side now, which is weird for me. So Twitch.tv slash the Thomas King. No, it's uh the Thomas King is just like my extra one that I used to do sticks and crits. Okay, with an X and crits. Yeah. Got it. Okay, I'm here. Yeah. You got 44 followers. You got enough followers, don't you? What do you need? 50. 50. Yeah, it's close. It's okay, close. so you got 45. Okay, so that's that's good. I won't miss. I got the bell turned on and everything, so I'm not going to miss anything. How is that? So, what took you so long to get to this point? Like, why? Like, we've been talking about like, like I feel like every time we chat over the last two years, it's like I want to get doing stuff. It's like, go, man, you're good at this. (laughs) How much time do you got, Sean? I could talk about this. Let's go. That's why you're here, man. This is good stuff. Um. All right. So, I remember we talked about this. This is actually the last time we started. It was me and my roomie. We started with the D&D thing, mm-hmm. and that was the foundation of it was to get the D&D game going. So for a year, we were just focusing and recording on the D&D game. Yeah. Getting eight people into a room and spending four grand on a setup to get, like, multiple cameras, the mixers. And, and then actually the last thing we bought was, like, six months ago was the uh, – now I don't remember – the lapel mics oh, yeah. we got for everybody. So we hooked it up. Um and then I started doing my content on YouTube, like uh, my reviews and all this stuff. I started writing everything. I wanted to batch record to give us three months because my roommate works in film and TV. So he can he can be gone for weeks at a time and I won't be able to record anything with him. Yeah. So we did that. And then as we're getting ready to launch the D&D game, it was literally two months before COVID. Um the external hard drive where we had 25 of our episodes done. No, don't tell me. Failed. Come on. So I have it. I took it to two specialists already, and now it's going to Jersey to some other guy to recover, which is basically over 120 hours of videos yeah. for D&D. And that's our, that was the foundation. So when that came down, um, you actually you hit me up with your guy when I asked you if you know an editor. Mm-hmm. And Johnny came, and he gave me a hand for like a couple weeks. But he told me ahead of time, too. He's like, 
hey, listen, I may not be able to do this. And I was like, cool, I understand. Whatever you can get, I'm more than happy with because I got to record, I got to write, and I got to go to work. Yeah. So editing is like the worst thing. That takes up so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suck at it also, so that doesn't help. Yeah, yeah, doing it for the first time every time, like learning it as if it's the first time. So slow. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. So there's a couple things that I want to unpack here. Number one, uh, I hope that somebody listening to this who likes to edit, like, honestly, everybody's out there trying to like be like in front of the camera and do that for like the living. There is a living to be made and a luxurious one, I think, and a profitable one to just go, Hey, all you indie content creators who need editing, just like farm it out to like this one person. And I almost guarantee that that person could probably spend like eight to 10 hours a day just editing. And you know, not that any one job is going to be huge, but like you probably pile up a pretty good portfolio, get good at it as well. Streamline your process and everything. I feel like that's a thing. So number one, number two is you, you're too nice. You're relying on too many people. And while I think there is a time and a place for that, sometimes you just got to do it by yourself. Don't you? Yeah. Which I've, I've learned my, my biggest problem was I like doing things like that's the reason I love doing podcasts. I like working off of other people. Same. I've, I find that's like how my best work gets done. Mm-hmm. But then with like what I've been trying to do this for a really long time now, like my cousin was like my first one. He's like, all right, let's do it. Boom. Drop. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Then my best friend. Nope. All right, fine. Cool. No, I'll, now I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm doing this by myself. Yeah. I don't care like anymore. The funny thing is I feel like the that that part that you're after will come after that. Like it's almost mm-hmm. like just doing it backwards in a way because why is it so hard it's like i went through the same thing that's why this show is the way that it is that it's me with like a Mm. different person every week because like back in the early days it was impossible to lock like one other person let alone like two or three other people to like coordinate in the same night that was before kids and everything happened like all this crazy (laughs) stuff it's like why is it so hard to have somebody say i'm gonna do this thing on this night and then just like stick to it like that seems yeah. very rare and it's like it doesn't make any sense to me. It yeah, it's, no, same here. I don't get it. Like I I've told my best friend for years because me and him he'll call me on the phone and we'll have an hour and a half phone conversation. I'm right. like, dude, let's just record this. Mm-hmm. Because we have like the most ridiculous banter I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And I'm like, just give me 1 hour of your week. Mhm. One just replace one of the phone calls we have with a podcast. And yeah. he's like, "Uh, uh." I'm like, "All right. There's yeah, no, there's no more." Too much commitment. What about yeah, games, though? Does he play games with you at all? Um, yeah, we've. Oh my god! Since Master Chief Collection, it's oh, all we've been doing it. is we've been playing Halo Three like almost every night. Have you really? Yeah, dude. Like on I PC or Xbox? PC. Yeah, PC, you're like sell, this is a moment for you. every time they they come out with another Halo on Master Chief Collection on PC. Like you're one of the people. Like yes, thank you. Oh yes. Oh yeah, especially three. Yeah, three is the one I've been waiting for. Why? Like not that I, I don't disagree. Not that I disagree, but I'm like I'm always curious like what people's different takes are on the various Halos and stuff. So pers- for me personally, I think it's the best one in yeah. the series, um, multiplayer-wise anyways. Mm-hmm. And um, it's also the one I think that has the most nostalgia because our entire block upstate, which was like – there was like 16 of us, 17 of us that all played games together. But it was very rare that a game would pull us all together. It would be like groups of like five or so playing different games. Yeah. But when Halo 3 came out, land parties in my oh, house, my I friend's house, it was, oh, it was the best. Why can't we just do that? I mean, obviously, right now, it's kind of dangerous <laughs> to everybody's mm-hmm. health and whatnot. Mm. 
But that that would be like we did it for for extra life in Rome. We okay. were in Rome, New York, and we had I think there was I think there was sixty people there, dude. And it was like that was like back in the day. I mean, obviously we never had sixty people back in the day, but like there was something magical about doing something that it felt like you shouldn't be doing. You shouldn't be taking like your TV like somewhere else. And those are like no, not shouldn't. trivial TVs to carry around either. Like now no, it's as easy as boys. ever. They're huge, dude. You need like a truck or something, like a van or whatever. Like, do you guys remember? Like, where did you always go? Like, what was your meeting place for your land parties? Um, it was either my house because my parents were the most lenient. Yeah. Or it was my other my other friend's house who was down the road because his parents weren't around. Yeah. So it was whoever whoever's <laughs> party. <laughs> yeah, wherever we could have the actual party itself. Yeah. What my, what were your parents like? Um. So my father just didn't really care. He's yeah. like, whatever you want to do, just don't be stupid. Yeah. That's my father. Yeah. My mom was it's it's the weird because it's like the the relationship they have. My dad's from Brooklyn, my mom's from Queens. So sure. it's two like opposing views on everything all the time. Really? So my mom my mom was yeah, my mom was super strict and my dad was like super laxed. So yeah. <laughs> it would it was the weirdest thing and it's always like go ask your father. And it's like, well, if I go ask him and he tells me to do it, and I'm going to go do it. You're still going to give me a hard time about it. So oh, okay, <laughs> that was kind of how it was. Yeah. Why? What's tell me like as a dumb dumb from not New York? Like what's what what's what's typical from those areas? Um, Queens, Queens is more. They're more uptight. Okay. Queens people are definitely more uptight, and they're more about their image, right? Than anything else. Brooklyn, they're more relaxed, and their image kind of just came to them you know they didn't really care for it it just mm-hmm. kind of happened yeah. like one of those things and um like my grandparents they were from greece yeah they were still old school but they were very relaxed and i i, I just think it's weird how they gravitated to those areas like and my mom's parents super strict super mm-hmm. old school too yeah so they just naturally but they just found themselves in the place that like that's where they should have been like isn't that kind of crazy predestined kind of thing yeah, that's what if that's what it seemed like. It's weird as hell, man. So are you are you like a split between the two of them, or like do you lean more towards your mom or your dad? Like you're in Queens right now, though, right? I'm in Queens right now. Because is that I where love... you should be? <laughs> yeah, yes, because there's too yeah. many hipsters in Brooklyn now. It's not <laughs> Brooklyn's even this, different now. It's not even the same place. It's all weird coffee shops, yeah. and that's what I tell people that come to visit New York because they're like, "Oh, I want to go to Brooklyn," and I'm like, "No, come to Queens because okay. it's." more diverse and it's more small mom and pop places mm-hmm. and there isn't six like literally you go any block in brooklyn and it's like three coffee shops and three pizzerias yeah and then in in queens it's like there's an indian place a thai place a chinese place a japanese place a greek place all on the same block yeah that's great and there's one one coffee shop yeah that's it so what is like what's life like there like what do you like i always wonder because like we like i'm kind of like outside of like the big like the, the big city it's not even a big city but we're kind of like it's suburbia for sure but mm-hmm. like so we're all kind of like stay to ourselves like not a lot of people like really know each other there's not really that like local business like a lot of like there's not like really like a food scene like where i'm okay. at but it's like completely it feels like it's completely opposite for you and like how does that kind of like impact your day-to-day um heavily man yeah, i could be doing I imagine I could be doing – I could just go to the bank and I'm like, huh, let me go try the sandwich shop. Or huh, like I get stopped by like 10 people. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Like it take like I always tell my girlfriend, I'm like, 
I'm going to go to the bank. It's three blocks away. It should take me five minutes, but I'll be home in an hour. No doubt. Like the, that's, that's how it, that's how that it sounds super inconvenient. Like, is that, but you're smiling about it. Telling me about this. That's, that's okay. I mean, not really. Which there's, <laughs> there's, <laughs> the, Sean, there's days I don't mind it, sure. but there's the days where I'll like, which is really funny. I'll take the long way to the bank, which there's nobody down that road. Mm-hmm. And I'll put my headphones in. And there's other times where I'll just like do like this slow jog on the busy street and like, all right, I got to see this guy and this guy. Yeah. And let's go get a coffee and then I'll grab a slice on the way home. Yeah. It's it's not it's different because I, I my parents brought us from Brooklyn and they moved us upstate. So mm-hmm. I got a taste of both sides and I would rather have the city. I feel like it's just too boring. Yeah. Up like in the country. Yeah. God. Do you ever get around though? Like do you ever escape at all or are you pretty much like – a homebody, you stick at home, stay around. Um, Do you travel much? I, my girlfriend loves to travel, so she pulls me out of the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good like, for you. It's good I for like you. staying in. Same here. I, <laughs> I like staying in, and then she takes me, like, but it, which is great because, like, since we started dating, we've been to Dominican Republic, we've been to Miami, yeah. we've been to, uh, we went to Italy. Oh, wow. And, and she's trying to drag me to Cyprus, so. Yeah. Where's she from? She's from she's from Cyprus. That's why she yeah. wants to take me there so badly. She have family over there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She got the whole nine. So she's like, do Let's you go. still have like family you could visit in Greece though? Like, could you do a whole like Mediterranean thing? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And like I stay family, with and stuff. I got family in Athens. I have family in three separate groups of islands. Yeah. In Greece. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Why don't you want to go there? Like, go, go move there. <laughs> I don't know. I've been I've been there twice. It's like at this point, I just keep telling my girl, I'm like, I want to go to Japan. That's our next trip. We're oh. not allowed to go anywhere else. Yeah. Where in Japan would you go? Oh, dude, I have. Do you want? I have a whole trip planned out. I've let's told do her. it. Let's live. I want to live vicariously. This is part of the show, dude. <laughs> this is me. Like, this is why I asked, like, what people bought. And, like, is there upgrades for the computers and everything? It's like, yeah, let me let me live a little bit of the life, a little bit. I'm stuck here, oh. man. The borders are closed. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I feel you, dude. I feel you on that. Trust me. Um, geez, I've planned I've planned this trip like insanely, to the point where I'm. I know I want to go during uh, cherry blossom season. I don't know what that is. Cherry blossom season? Yeah. No? no. So that's that's when all the that's when all the cherry blossoms bloom in Japan. All those trees, the white yeah. and pink trees. Yeah. That's oh, when they bloom okay. out there. It's the most beautiful time. Um, we got to go to. We got to do. There's an alleyway, and I forget. It's Japanese. I will never get the name. But there's sure. an alleyway. That's why I was surprised to hear some like cherry blossoms. We're like, I'm not sure, like what that. I, so, but it's literally just like the yeah. tree. Cherry blossoms. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. There's an alleyway I want to go to that has uh, it has a hundred a hundred bars, and they're basically like I don't know, like six feet by six feet, yeah. and it's just a tiny bar with like three seats, and each one of them serves different drinks, and they each have their own like two two item two item menu yeah and it's all different food and different drinks so i want to do that like the whole thing my god a drink a drink and some food there then you got to hit the video arcade building yeah which is eight stories of arcade machines so sorry where where in japan was this did you say that's in tokyo Tokyo. yeah Yeah, in tokyo nice um yeah because everything's just so dense like everything is on top of each other which i guess you're kind of comfortable with as it is oh yeah it's fine queens isn't necessarily like manhattan but like it's you're you're still kind of you're pretty pretty condensed. You're all yeah, on top of each other and stuff. It it is like Manhattan. It's which is weird. It's like basically Times Square everywhere though. 
like everything is just like bright lights and fucking in Queens glowing. No, not Queens in Japan. Oh, oh Japan. Uh, I'm like, what? I, like, I, I know I didn't here. see all of it, but I definitely missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> it was all Times Square. Holy crap. Which one's which one's the airport in Queens? Oh, oh, shit. It's LaGuardia. OK, yeah. Oh, God. How could I forget? Yeah. Look. LaGuardia is, LaGuardia is literally no joke. Four minutes from my house. How do you ever get out of there? Like you, you got to go. You, you're like you're on time for your flight, but you'll be out of there in like eight hours or something crazy. Like, like what's going on there, dude? It's just the work because it's always under construction. It's oh, everything is yeah, always constantly under construction. And then uh, there was this thing. Like I, my mom told me about it a long time ago. She was like, it was in the '90s. Um, people started showing up, like two to three hours early for their flights mm-hmm. and then everybody started doing it and then it jammed up the airport yeah. for like hours on end and yeah. now it's like i live like i said I li- i'm literally four minutes away and anytime we go anywhere my girlfriend's like we got to go like four hours early i'm like i'm not leaving the house four no. hours to go sit in an airport like no, we can go you're, you're drop adding it to off. the issue you're adding to yeah. the issue for sure exactly it's funny because you were describing like what you've got planned for for Japan, and it's like, dude, you gotta like just travel a couple hours up north, go to like Newfoundland. Like it sounds like you're looking for a bit of a party. Go to yeah. Newfoundland, dude. Yeah, like they've got like this. It's it's incredible. Like just bars that live inside of other bars, and it's like it's kind of like those dreams that you have where you're like, I don't know why, but I was in this room, and then I opened a door to another room, and I was in a different like city. Like you know, like in the dream, yeah, kind of yeah. makes sense, but you're hammered. In yep. Newfoundland somewhere, like just it's that's it's the island, awesome. right? That's the big island. That's uh, or... Labrador is the island, and then oh, yeah, okay. it's sort of like kind of their Newfoundland Labrador. I'm pretty sure. I might be a terrible Canadian here. I might be getting those <laughs> mixed up. I'm pretty sure that's right. Mark Carabinal will correct me, but man, that's embarrassing that I'm like almost not a hundred hundred percent on that. But uh, I've been there. I just don't know how. I don't know exactly. We flew there, so I didn't really look. I've seen. I've seen it on. Um... Anthony Bourdain's old show. Oh my and I was God. like, and I was like, man, that looks like an amazing, like they did the whole ice fishing thing. Yeah. And then they went and played hockey and they just went bar hopping and had like these extravagant meals. Like I was like, I, I would totally do that. Yeah. You kiss a fish and it's like part of like your baptism <laughs> into like being able to party there. It's like, they just give this, you get a shot of, I don't even know if it's rum or whiskey or what, but it tastes weird. It doesn't taste like whatever the liquor it is that you're drinking. Oh. Kiss a fish. And yeah, you get, uh, you get, kind of baptized into the whole thing it's awesome it's ridiculous i think you would absolutely love it you don't have to go to the other side of the world if you want to go to a place where you don't understand anybody go to newfoundland they (laughs) speak english they don't (laughs) they speak english but it's uh yeah it's very very strange and all the colors are all different it's a completely different lifestyle it's a it's a great escape man it's really really fun i i want to go i want to go just to canada in general because was it last summer my girlfriend went to um, Quebec, and she did the. Uh, I don't know exactly where it was, but it's this. It's this street where they just have these different colored umbrellas, yeah. just hanging down the whole street. And I was like, dude, it's gorgeous. And she's like, I'm going into all these little shops, getting like little bites of cake and all this different stuff. And she had a great time with her friend. That's and great, she's like, we, dude. We have to go. That's just like, it. I'm, like, there's experiences like that all over. But like, I'm definitely there's a, a good friend of mine, Tony Baker, who actually lives here in Edmonton. He goes to Japan all the time. His okay. wife is from there, and like he just goes like it's like it's like any of us going like if I were to go to Calgary or something, it's like three hours south of here. It's just like he's, whatever. He just goes to Japan like, yeah, like every summer. I'm going to Japan today. Yeah, yeah, it's like no big deal. Like he's like I'll pick up some Animal Crossing stuff, I guess. It's oh, just God. that's what it is, right? Like when things become that's kind of like what New York became for me for a little while there. Like I was going like pretty much every year, 
And then, yeah. you know, unfortunately, I didn't meet you until afterwards, dude. It's like, what the heck? Story, like I, story of my life, Sean. Story I know. We just missed each other. That is, that <laughs> might be, that actually, there, there might be something to explore there. It's just like, oh, missing, missing connections, you know? Yeah, right. Because I think between like 2009 and 2015 or something like that, it was, it was pretty much every year. Wow. New York. Yeah. So like, yeah, uh, the first time was just like with friends. We went to, went to a Jets game, went to a U2 concert and everything. It was awesome. Oh, and then I started working like they, they just kind of like flew me out there every year to meet with the, the company down there, which was just unreal to the point where you're like, yeah, New York. Like, cool. Yeah. You know, it's like, because like the first time I went down, I'm like, I want to live here. This is amazing. <laughs> of course. And it's, just, it's craziness, man. It's yeah. really like, it makes me actually scared of, uh, scared of Vegas a little bit. Because like oh, New York man. was enough for me. Well, New York is like a daily thing, right? Vegas is a thing you do and you just leave it behind. Right. No, no one. I don't think anyone's like goes to Vegas and has like this insane time. Like I got to move here. Like I need, <laughs> I need to be it's on so a crazy funny. party twenty four seven. Yeah, that part of Vegas for sure. It's funny that you say that because just last night I was chatting with Grouchy Surge, who lives in Vegas. And I'm like, oh, well, who yeah. lives in Vegas? Yeah, really, who lives makes in Vegas? No, I didn't even know that that was a thing. But like, I remember the first time I chatted with him, I was thinking, well, obviously people have to live there. Like, they have to work. Like, that's just, but it was so, I had never really thought of it in that way. Yeah. I don't know. It was just funny, dude. But anyway, stream is going good. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, we're talking about stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh yeah, um, yeah, streaming's going surprisingly really great. What are like, you playing? Because I, I know you're like the D and D guy, but are you playing? Are you playing stuff? I'm actually planning. I'm working on the D and D stream to like do once a week. Yeah. Now, because I I wanted to get my audience first and kind of gauge what they wanted. Sure. Um, right now I've been doing like a five day long game of Civ Six. That oh I God. just finished, and then I got a bunch of requests for like someone told me to play Metro, which was dope, and I've never Metro. played Metro, like the yeah, first Met- person shooter. Yeah, yeah, which I've never which, played before. Yeah, he said uh, Metro twenty thirty three. Sure, he recommended. Never played it, but yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'm just that's all play it takes. A- <laughs> yeah, it's a game like I haven't played, and he was like, "Oh, it's it's got a great story," and I was like, "That's that's it. You sold me. Mm-hmm. I need just." Someone tell me it's got a good story. I'll play it. I love it, and that's pretty much it. Like, I try to, I try to play some Fall Guys, of course. Yeah, but that that didn't. How work you doing for with like that, dude? It's so good. With, oh, oh, because the servers are all down and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude. That's it. Was funny because um, Alana Pierce was just tweeting something that I've been saying on stream for the last couple of nights, which is like, is it possible for this game to be game of the year? Like, I know it's silly. I know it's indie. <laughs> I know it's like shallow as all ghetto, but whatever. It's like this is some of the most fun I've had all year. And yeah, it's dude. Like, it's so good. Well, it's because we start off, we we got like The Last of Us, which is like very somber. Yeah. And then Ghost of Tsushima kind of like moved it back a little mm-hmm. bit. And then you get Fall Guys and it's just that goofy music. And it's like it, that music's awesome. First off, that I soundtrack's know. dope. And it's just a great time. Like it could. I, I Dude, it would probably be in a lot of people's top five easily. I think like, so. Easily. I think it's funny because you say like I also have recognized that the music is great, but the way that you kind of like just wrap your mind around like the soundtrack, I'm like, I got to download that. It wasn't until you said that. I'm like, I need that in my life. Like mm-hmm. I need that to be like I used to have my my alarm. I used to pick like a song, right? Oh, to yeah, like, start my day off in a really good way. And they kind of like got away from it because 
just waking up was just like, oh, I don't even want to go to work. Now this song is ruined. I used to love this song, and now it's ruined. <laughs> now it's but ruined I wonder, I, I think I might just have to rotate that a little bit. Maybe I just have to have, like, different songs from Fall Guys to start Could you imagine day. waking up to Fall Guys? That, oh, my God. Doesn't you it feel like waking up is like that? Yeah, like a party? Yeah, I mean, either a party or just a scramble of some sort. You're just kind of oh, like, you're yeah. you're not really all that coordinated. You're trying to do something, but somehow, like, there's some sort of, like, mental lag that's happening that's oh, delaying my. you from leaping over to the things you need to get over, and everything's unbalanced, and you, you've got this strange waddle. Like, I don't know about you. I don't look great when I first wake up in the morning. <laughs> I don't probably either. resemble something either. like that. <laughs> I don't either, dude. My girlfriend took – she takes videos of me when I wake up. I have, Come like, on. apparently this, like, permanent grouch face when I wake up. It's, like, all scrunched up. And she's, like <laughs> – She's like, you're like this for 30 minutes until you get your coffee and you have your cigarette. And I'm like, that's okay. That makes sense. I hate waking up. Hey, man, I mean, there's does? there's value in being that predictable, though. And like that, like at least she knows. Yeah, like just don't. Like, that's your time. You just got to like get wound up and everything. Yeah. Now now she's got a, a camera roll of just me waking up in the morning. She does Stop. it every morning now. It's that fucking, is so good. It's so hilarious, though. It's, she's like, look, look at you. You're like all just grumpy and weird. You're a character, nope. man. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess that's why. So. That's why you need to be on doing the stream, doing the stuff, man. I'm really happy that this is finally happening. Oh, me too, dude. But you wanted to do a podcast, like you were gonna do D and D and stuff, and all this, all these things. Like, is this still like is podcasting still a thing that you want to do and get into? Oh my god, yes. Are you kidding me? I asked. I think I've bothered you enough times. Like, I'm like, just put me on the show any day. I'll do this I know. all the time. <laughs> I want to have like, well, I should have you as like a, I should just let you know. Pretty much it's like every Monday at this time is yeah. is when I record the show. So I should just kind of have you on like backup. Basically. Yeah, text like, me. Just be like, hey, Thomas, you want, you want to do? Yep, cool. Absolutely. I'm shocked though. Like it almost never happens where somebody like bails at the last second. Like I kind of expect, I'm just waiting for it to happen when it wouldn't be a big deal. Like it's not, I think back in the day I might be, I'd either take it personally or I'd really let the, the fact that it would like kind of mess up a schedule. Like I would let that affect me. And like now it's like, if somebody were to cancel, not that I'm like hoping that that happens, but it's like now that I don't really care, it's like yeah, nobody it's like, does it. But yeah, back no when way. I really cared, it would happen often and be like, oh my God, now what the hell am I going to do? But I'd love to have you kind of as a, have like this this backup person just kind of go like i mean one of the questions i want to ask you is just like like how are you doing like what's going on in your life man you got a girlfriend oh, now like what's your what's your oh, living yeah. situation what's your like where are you at an apartment or something yeah i got um i got an apartment i think was the, la- the last time the last time we did this was mm-hmm. when i first moved in to this oh, apartment nice. so i've just been like chilling coasting in here yeah there is dude covid has it's so weird because I just have no. I went from working like eighty-hour work weeks. To yeah, man. Nothing. To like oh, n- really? To nothing instantly. Yeah, it's like, it's it's fine. Thank God I was like somewhat smart enough to like put some money away. Good for you. But it went to like nothing instantly. Yeah. And and now it's even now is even crazier because I'm getting bored and restless. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to call in favors. I even told these guys I was like, listen, don't you don't even have to pay me money. Just let me come in and I'll collect tips and go home. Yeah. Like you don't to even do got to pay me just to even serve for like a few hours. But no yeah. one, no one's hiring. Yeah. Which is the craziest part. But it's it's not a big deal. I'm a, like I said, streaming every day, bro. Every Good single for you, day, man. Oh, so, that's, that's the thing. Like it's kind of given everybody a chance to like give it a shot, whether you like it or not. It's kind of like, well, this is at least, you know, you can do it and you're, you're good at it. And it's something that you're passionate about. And like, you're not left with this, like, I don't know what to do. And there's nothing like, there's nothing even like grasp onto. Yeah. Like, give this a shot, man. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you, like I said, you're good, you're good at it, man. And I, I like, what is your, so what's your schedule going to be like? Like you did your five day Civ thing. Which I is, did. T- teach still... me a little bit about Civ. Like, is that a, like oh, a, like a setting? Like you just like, you started off this. I'm so stupid with civilization. Like, is that a, <laughs> like five days is like five, five days of real time that you're playing through. Is that what that looks like? No, I just did like, I just played for five days. It took me sure. five days to get through the game. Cause I did, um, so you can pick like any amount of turns. And I did like 500 turns, which takes, <laughs> as I've just found out, five days of streaming and my smallest or my shortest stream was two and a half hours. Yeah. So then I was roughly streaming like four hours every day to play through this. So what, like t- almost 20 hours to get through that one game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, oh man, it was fun as hell though. Playability, holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And there's, and the crazier thing was I was just looking up like other streams. They have a whole civilization players league. And they have this like quarterfinals thing happening in Brazil right now, which, what? Is, which is insane. Yeah, they have like these teams, and I'm like, what are they doing? I don't even, I don't even know what they're doing. Yeah, but but to be fair, I picked up the game when it was on Epic for free. Yeah. So like two months ago, but as and coming from someone who played Age of Empires religiously, mm-hmm. and you know how much I love that game. Like Civ is amazing, and it's so much fun, and it's completely different, and I'm glad it's like that it is totally different i keep waiting for it to kind of conform in some way but it's like i can't even wrap my mind around like i think the most time that i've put into anything anything related to civ was what was it civ revolution on 360 and the only reason i put time into that is because the first time i played it it gave me like an achievement for 11 points or something like this can't happen i and then it just i don't even know how it happened it was like i think somebody rented it and put it on my system or something like i didn't even play it so then it came out later on Games with Gold, I think it was. So I played it a little bit there just to round, get whatever nine point achievement I could to and get my score count. Out. I couldn't handle it. That was a that was a stressful couple <laughs> that of years. One, that one point driving you crazy. That was no good. But you do like I guess maybe it all comes from like the the, the Dungeons and Dragons stuff too, that like the, the turn base, the heaviness, the like a lot of factors and probability and chance and just things. Yep. Like you're you're thinking about all all the stuff, man. I can't keep track of all this stuff. I like, are even, you are you I, like academic as well? Is this where I discovered that you're another genius on the show? No. Oh my god, no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm as, just waiting for I'm good. I'm good with writing and history. I was yeah. a remedial math student in high school, man. I hated math. <laughs> yeah. So there's no way, shape, or form am I some secret genius. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, that's what a genius would say. Yeah. That's what every everybody I've said, yeah, they they would all they all describe themselves like that. I don't what know. Was, they they say genius comes with arrogance, so I think I feel like they would admit that. I don't think I've ever heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, okay. Where <laughs> where was your first kind of like introduction into into D anD D? Like, I find it very intimidating. Like all of it. I, I like get the that. book, the rules, the the setup, the voices, all the acting, the like the thought that goes into it, and then the biggest thing for me is just like the the geekdom around it. This can this oh, can yeah. happen to me. I don't know if this happens to you every once in a while, where it's like. You guys may be just a little too intense for me. I don't know where my on ramp is. I don't know. Like I can't. I can't match that energy until I understand it. And I don't know. Like it's a chicken and egg kind of thing. Well, the one thing you got to get, like, and I think a lot of people have been trying to push onto the main D and D community is that none, none of your home games, anytime you jump into a game, is not going to be like anything you see on a show. It's right. just not because it's it's a show. It's a show, Espe- yeah. especially with something like Critical Role, where there are a bunch of voice actors. Like, but that's that's that appealed to me. I was like, I want to do that. 
because that's right. awesome. And I want to have some weird, crazy voice and just do it. Yeah. But, dude, it was so freaking intimidating to me. And I started playing in 2016. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting the book. I got the book um, and the starter set. And I went home and I read. And I was reading, like, just pages. And, Sean, I'm not joking. I read, like, front to back. I had no idea what I read. I was like, what is <laughs> what is this? I'm so glad you said that because it sounded like you were about to tell me that you absorbed the whole <laughs> thing because of how captivating this book was. I'm like, dude, there's no way you could ever do that. Okay, <laughs> no so you had the experience I would have had too. Okay, that, that makes yeah, me feel better. I think I think a lot of people had that experience. I think because there's just so there's so many levels to it. There's Big so time. many this, like I've been playing for four years and I still can't tell you what a ranger what what spell to take and which subclass to pick as a ranger at like fourth level it's just sure. not i can't do it but there's like my roommate who's been playing for 20 years could be like mm-hmm. yeah you do this and take this and take this and that's the best thing you could do yeah like and it's it, common knowledge it's obviously just, it's it's like a, i tell everyone it's like a video game but you you play at a table and you use books you kind of just sense. learn as you go. And I, I've talked to some people about how, like, D&D is in video games, but, like, the dice rolls that are happening are, like, they're done automatically. They're behind yep. the scenes. It's what's powering the whole thing. And I worked with somebody who, like, we really connected on um, Dragon Age. It was, like, his favorite series. And yep. there's a lot of D&D, I think, in that as well. The, he is the type of person who, like, memorized, like, the differences between, like, the different rule books. Like, Advanced D&D versus, like, Edition oh, 7 or whatever it was. Like, I don't even know. But he would remember, like, oh, everything was great until they change it from this to this. And it's like, then that ruined everything. It's like, that's his his knowledge set. And again, like, that's the type of thing it's really, I find that really hard to get into. So four years ago, like, you're beyond your formative years, though. Like, I feel yeah. like it's something that you're either born into because your dad is a dungeon master <laughs> himself. Uh, but, like, how do you, and, like, you're not in high school four years ago. At least I don't think. No. No. Yeah, like you're a grown man. I'm a grown man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm man. a big like, boy at that point. So like you, you, it seemed like you missed all the times that like oh. most most people would get into D and D. And then what the hell happened four years ago? That you're like, yes, please now. Um, so I had this I had this really terrible mentality of being like, I play video games, but D and D, nah, that's too nerdy for me. I can't yeah. I can't do it. And I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even bother to look I know into what you anything. Mean. But uh, four years ago was like when I was into Kind of Funny. Oh, yeah. Critical Role did an episode on Kind of Funny. And I I was watching it and I was like, this is awesome. And then I went and I watched the Critical Role page. And I had, uh, which is funny, it worked out perfectly. I had this like whole vacation, like this staycation basically. Yeah. Um, And I sat for a week and I just watched Critical Role videos. And I was like, this is awesome. And it started appealing to the writer in me, the, mm-hmm. I didn't even want to. I didn't even want to play as a a player. I wanted to be a DM right off the bat, and I wanted to DM a game. I was like, I want to create a world. I want to create these characters. I want to put people in it, and I want to see what the hell happens. Yeah, and it appealed to me on that level. And then I was, I went and I bought the books. I bought the starter kit, and then I went on the internet, and I'm like, where can I play a game? Like, because I, I didn't know anyone that played D and D. So I'm I'm like this like. I'm like this crackhead running through like all these that's forums. What, dude, I'm glad you said it because that's the picture I was thinking in my mind. I'm like, dude, there's some sort of like addiction to this. There's some sort of oh, like high that you, you're striving after. Oh, look at this. Hold on. Uh, these are my dice. Four of years course, later. you got it in a sweet, what is that, like a, like a knitted kind of sack. This is my, my roommate's mom actually made this for me when Stop. we did our, did our really? first. Yeah, when we did our first convention that was like a massive failure in Jersey. 
Uh, she knitted this big old bag. And I, I have dice out of this. I can't fit all my dice in this bag anymore. Well, why do you need so many? I mean, because they're pretty. What are you talking about? They're nice. About? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's, dude, like, I say that with all this crap behind me. All this me. stuff behind you. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you need so many for? Like, yeah, I literally need a, a shelf for all of Pot this stuff. Pot calling so. the kettle black here. I know. I'm not, I wasn't insulting. I was just asking. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm curious about stuff. Like, so that was, I, I'm like, well, I don't, because I, I genuinely don't know anything about this. I'm like, you could have told me this is what is required for this type of game that I wouldn't even have heard. You could have made up a term and it's like, you need 72 die for whatever this type of game. Like, I have no idea. Maybe yeah. I could see it. I could imagine it. Oh, that'd be horrible. But I'm sure yeah. there are, I'm pretty sure there are games like that. There's, what makes oh. some of those, what makes them special? Like what makes you want to go like, Oh, I got to have that one. That new um, die. I don't know. I don't, I can't even explain it to you. I just I see it. it and I'm like, I want it. And I had to get Where do you talk- get it from? Like online you're going online or is there are there stores? Like is there stuff that you can go it seems oh, like that's just something in New York you just be able to like go find a place. Whatever you're into, there's a place for it. There's one there's one place in Queens and there's like a couple out in Brooklyn. There's yeah. a ga- there's a couple game stores and you could go there and buy them or you can go like the most popular thing is like Etsy. A lot of people are starting to make sure. dice at home. Yeah. Um what are they made out of? Uh, dude, they're made out of every material, everything. I hope like, they're not made out of bone. They have bone dice, but I don't think they're real bone dice. Sure. But I think wasn't that originally what die were, dice were made out of? They were made, out of d- they were originally made out of bone and also they were like carved out of like obsidian and stuff too. Yeah. God, that's so. crazy. Yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> obsidian now the, the dev. Do you ever go to like, I know this is like super tourist of me to ask, but like, do you ever go to like New York video games? Like that, that place. Oh, like, the big store. Yeah. yeah, I've been there once. I've been there once. It's too it's many too. people. It's too many people. Well, it's okay. Maybe we're thinking about something else because I feel like um, it's funny because uh, my wife, my now wife, we were just dating back in the day. We discovered that we were going to be going to New York together, um, mostly because of work. And she's like, "Well, I could go with you if she could like pay her way." And she's like, "What could we do when we're there?" And she Googled like New York video games, like yeah. what, like to find that out. And I'm pretty sure that that's what the store was. And it seemed like this. It's not like a there's I don't know if there's anything Video Games New York, right? Video Games that, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. It's like a, there's nothing big box about anything in mm. Manhattan. Like they're all everything's just tight. You're like Yeah. I don't know. You can't you can't get any space in there. But that was my first like let's go find out what the kind of a mom and grop shop has got to offer. But it's like kind of the big deal over there. Yeah, they, they got, got everything. They got everything. They even got the Famicoms from Japan, like mm-hmm. that. Those uh, the red and gold one that you put the controllers on the side. Like that's awesome. That's and where I, I got this um, uh, 25th anniversary Super Mario All Stars oh, from that store, cool. actually, which I had in my hands when it was available the first run of it. And I'm like, I, I was a poor college kid, and I'm like, I can't justify whatever it was for this thing that I just wanted to collect. And uh-huh. I put it back, I remember putting it back on the shelf and that was it. It was gone. So then when I found it in New York, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, gotta pick this thing up. And the best part about it is this is so silly. If you were to, if I were to have the one from Canada, it would have French all over the back. It would be like English and French. All the packaging uh-huh. has English and French. So yep. that's how I remember it came from the States. Cause it doesn't have, it doesn't have the French, French on it. Yeah. Thank, it's awesome. Thank God. Thank Makes God. it special. You know, it's twice as much, but whatever. Yeah. It's still gorgeous. I mean, look at that thing. That's I love it. It's oh. still in the wrapper. It's still it's still in the in the plastic. Oh, that's why it's glistening. Yeah, that's yeah. it's just got this glow <laughs> to it. Yeah, for sure. I thought you were just sprinkling it with water like they do with the veggies at the grocery store. That's my PlayStation. Oh, okay. Just to keep it from I got to cool it down from like it sounds <laughs> yeah. like it's going to take off every once in a while. Oh like, my god, it give it a little spritzer. It's a little. Yeah. I got to open are you, mine Are you up stoked too. for PS5 though? 
Oh, are you day course. one? Yeah, of course, of course. I know. I'm of so course. ready. I'm so ready for it. I can't. That like the system looks great. The controller, well, the digital edition of the system looks great. Is that what you're gonna get? Yeah, a hundred percent. I haven't bought a physical copy since Destiny, the original yeah. Destiny. Yeah. So, I've been done with that for a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the launch lineup, I'm assuming, like they didn't give like anything, you know. But uh, I think Spider-Man and Ratchet, dude, that's gonna be a great launch lineup. I don't know if launch if Ratchet's launch though, is it? I, it's either launch launch or launch window which would be like the first two to three months this is the thing that sony does that they get to everybody they're like yeah these are the games that are coming out they have no dates they make everybody think that they're gonna come out pretty soon but you know what man i think that they're gonna i think they're gonna kill it this launch yeah i I think it's gonna be ridiculous i think they both i think they both are i think they're both gonna do great i just think xbox like now we have this diverging path these diverging Mm -hmm. pathways like it's clear sony's going hardcore into getting this box in everyone's house and microsoft is super obviously trying to it doesn't matter where you play they just want you to give them the money and that's it yeah yeah and i, I think, love how clear that is too like we don't care just give us your money yeah that's it that's it yeah just give it. did you hear that i'm sure you did that rumor about was it the xbox series s yeah which man is the the all digital with the game pass like mm-hmm. that's a smart move it's a really smart move. I still think more people are going to end up buying Game Pass just straight up on their PC, but I still think it's a good move. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. Like, I think that depending on the price and everything, I could honestly see myself getting a Series S. Like, yeah. depending on how it all, I mean, I, there's still obviously a lot to learn about all this stuff, but yeah. like in terms of like costs and whatever and what they're actually going to do, but I could see myself just getting a, a Series S. Yeah. But at the same time, so that's one side. The yeah. other side of me goes like, okay, so I get that home, and the second <laughs> anything like takes a second longer than I think it should for loading, or if I get like a frame dip or something, I'm like, Fuck, I should have got the Series uh, X, man. I, I should have just put it out. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I've got I've got money saved up. I've been saving for a while. I've mm-hmm. got gift cards kind of stashed aside, so like nice. I'm pretty much ready. But the thing is, like, if I were to get a PS5 and a Series S, like that's very that's very doable. Yeah. Right, and I think that's part of maybe the strategy behind the Series S is just kind of like what I was saying about the Switch before that one came out was they need to be like really, really um, cost competitive. That yeah. like they were coming in after the Wii U, like people it, I think have quickly forgotten and, and thankfully so how bad Nintendo was three and a <laughs> half years ago. Yeah. Yep. Right, like not that long ago, it was like laughing stock. This is their last console. Like that was, it was terrible, terrible. So they really needed to come up with something really, really great, and also like price for sure. Oh, and yeah. I feel like Xbox is kind of right there, just where like a lot of people will look at the Xbox One a lot, like they did, like people looked at the Wii U. Yeah. Like, how did it? How did this happen? Mm-hmm. How much? How much confusion can you wrap around the launch of a console? How much? Like, can you just force people not to buy it? It's just crazy. So I don't know, man. They, they, they come through with like a two ninety nine option in the face of a four ninety nine PS4. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know. I think I don't even know if that's even possible. I, I often talk about how quickly we've gone from we heard about the Series X and that looks like a nine hundred dollar computer yep. minimum. Yep. And then we and go, yeah, it's probably gonna be three ninety nine. <clears throat> like that happened quick. Yeah, they um, the funnier thing I thought was like Xbox is like the rumors coming out about Microsoft wanting to undercut Sony no matter what. The yeah. prices, which to me is crazy because I've been telling everyone if I was Sony, I would put out a release and say our console costs 100 bucks and see what Microsoft does with it and see if they How just do you do, do that. I would I would make Microsoft make the next move if they're really going to go for the undercut. 
Oh, like, snap. I mean, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah try and go for it. Well, that's the thing that, that I don't know that Sony could do that. Like, no. Microsoft could. They could try. Like, they're both trying to, like, wait to to undercut the other one. Oh, so yeah. So Microsoft could come out with just, like, they could come out with a totally crazy low price and go, yeah, good luck with that, Sony. <laughs> Which I think is the Series S. I think that's the whole point of it. I think so, too. I think you're right, yeah. Is that, like, kind of no matter what, it's going to be good enough. And a lot of people are kind of on the, like, when you buy, when you play Switch, you don't care about the, te- the teraflops. You don't care about all that stuff. Like, there's so many arguments out there that I don't necessarily agree with is that, like, power doesn't matter. I'm like, I don't know, man. People were real pissed about 900p at the start of this generation. Yeah. And there were expensive boxes, and that's a really quick and easy way to justify and rationalize a huge expense. It's like, well, this one this one only has 59 frames, and or even the 30 frame stuff that's it's- going on right now. It's ridiculous. I feel like, like leave the power thing to the PC. Like leave that yeah. whole. That's because I've never had an issue. And dude, think about the beginning of this generation, which I've I've been bringing everybody back to this. Remember when on PlayStation on PS4, right before launch, Killzone came. Killzone was coming out, and mm-hmm. they announced that Killzone was going to run natively 30 frames per second. Yeah, and everybody lost their shit. Everyone for for no reason. And then the game ran smooth as butter. Yeah, was like it, it only was, thirty frames? Yeah, it, was it does lo- it run was, really smooth. Holy it was crap. locked at it was locked at thirty frames on console. Wow, you know it's funny that you say that too because I remember thinking like there was the whole these games are in HD and all that stuff was happening, and I'm like I thought we were playing in HD on 360. Like I was too dumb to really realize yeah, that yeah. we weren't running everything at even though they technically I think could run. 1080p or they could run maybe blu-rays or whatever it was it was like upscaled or whatever i think it was right i didn't even realize that i thought we were yeah. supposed to be playing on 1080 the whole time and it's like <laughs> no dude like not even close so i nope. had like this yeah total whiplash was happening and uh at the beginning of it all but what do you you mentioned before you're going to be upgrading your computer because oh, it's yeah. breaking down what are you gonna what are you gonna put into that because i'm like i think i might be on my last legs on my on my graphics card which i've i've thought for the longest time is like pretty good it's a 1070 ti which i thought was pretty good and then i loaded up um flight simulator which by the time this goes up it'll be it'll be fine to say it's kind of chugging a little bit man yeah that game might be just a little bit intense and i'm not sure if i'm getting whatever's supposed to happen with the cloud i've got to investigate a little bit but i'm like for the first time i'm not on ultra settings i'm not on like even (laughs) high so i'm like oh no i'm gonna have to look at a new graphics card. So I'm look, I'm always looking like what are your what is everybody else's builds? What are you looking at right now? I'm so what I've I'm not at this I'm not a PC expert by any means, but I've been told by everyone to wait until they announce these new cards, which yeah. apparently they're coming out the end of August. Yeah. Cuz I'm sitting I'm sitting on uh it's two and a half, three years old now, and yep. it's a it's a Radeon 5. I got the AMD. Okay. Yeah. And this that thing ran like a beast. Like I was able to run a lot of stuff on Ultra for a while, but the last mm-hmm. like the last year it's been chugging. And the last for some reason two months, it's been getting even like just exponentially slower. Yeah. Once it starts, it's just like and then uh, you notice it. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, Real it bad. goes it goes quick and it's expensive too, where you go like everything's great, everything's great. And I've been thinking like as Series X is coming up, I'm like, yeah, just maybe like what if I was the type of player to have like my high end specs, the 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 best looking stuff on my PC, and then I've got something less than that on console, and I'd be totally fine with that. That's how I kind of grew up with games back in the early nineties or yeah. the late nineties actually. Yeah. But then it, it the exact same thing happened then. I feel like it might be coming up now where like I 
put a bunch of money into my voodoo graphics 3dfx 12 megabyte graphics card and that was it like that was supposed to last me a lifetime and it lasted me a couple of years and i couldn't bring myself to do it again yeah and i don't know if i don't know if i can but i think whoever is telling you that advice it's good advice because that's when i got my 1070 okay uh, ti was just when the 20s were i think we're just getting announced so all the prices for the everything dropped yeah everything dropped so for me that was totally fine for people who wanted the latest they they went after it so i just needed to work like to do the streaming and editing more than anything else yeah like it's funny i watch it because on my stream deck i put the little uh the cpu usage rate so mm-hmm. i see it jump like it spikes on a stream to like 90 percent, and i'm like oh god it's gonna crash it's gonna crash yeah. <laughs> i'm just you're just... playing from the computer that you're streaming on as well yeah yep. yeah it yeah, wasn't that's... it didn't occur to me until i tried to do that as well that i heard other people have like they've got a streaming pc which is like that would run through everything to the internet and I'm like, well, that sounds like overkill until you try to do it. And if it's at all intense, like graphically intense at all, then yeah, you'll see yeah. that thing spike big time. Or yep. in some cases, other games, like uh, a friend of mine, Garrett Bland, was playing um, Assassin's Creed Origins. And some of these games, I think Anthem was the same. Even if you have it at like decent settings and everything, it just, CPU usage was just insane. Like these are the things we have to pay attention to. You know what I mean? You can't just like stream. No, you can't. It's really you really can't. You know, man, this is why pe- this is why people buy consoles though. This is the whole That's argument. True. Well, of I mean, if sacrifices. you if you sit with this like PC community, which I all of my friends are big PC guys. I, I have my PC, I play on my PC, I love it. And yeah. but I jump to console and I don't I don't have issues. Yeah. And that's that's the great thing about my console. And they're like, no, you're crazy. Frame. I'm like, I don't see anything you're talking about. So I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> they're like, you have massive frame rate drops and all this. And I, I will say, though, with this Avengers beta is the first time I've seen my PS4 have major problems. Yeah. Like, I, saw, I think I saw Xbox was the same. Yeah. I don't know if that was true or not. I, I don't know if somebody's – this is just it, man. I, even as I say it out loud, I'm like, I don't know if I'm just completely regurgitating some Twitter garbage that I saw. Because <laughs> you see, like, the screenshots, right, from some Digital Foundry video. It's got, like, the gra- like the graphs on top that show how many frames per second. All the, I don't even know. The blips and the blops. It looks yeah. like somebody's heart rate or whatever. The blips and blops. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, that's how I – that's my technical capacity. That's the technical term. <laughs> Seriously, that's where I'm at. It's so, like, somebody term. easily could have just taken whatever that was – I think it's well known that the PlayStation wasn't doing well with it at this point. Point. but somebody easily just like photoshopped out where they said xbox or playstation put an xbox like i don't know so i don't know how that game yeah. is running i mean it's it's definitely i'll tell you one thing and it's the one thing because me bronson and aaron uh from super mm-hmm. gamecraft were playing it the other night we 100 percent consensus consensus this game is not built for this generation of consoles yeah yeah it's, it's not and i've never heard my playstation louder in my life and i had my bluetooth headphones in which are like noise canceling and they're loud and they're great. And mm-hmm. I could still hear my PlayStation. I was yeah. like, I was afraid that my PlayStation was going to actually explode. And yeah. I was like, this is it. This is it. This is her funeral right now. You're just kind of waiting for like either a, a catastrophic explosion or for something you just hear like click over and then it just kind of like powers down. Like kind of like when you're taking off on a flight and you don't, I don't understand planes at all, but you hear like this and everything. And then something like kind of, like, I don't know if they're shifting gears or what, but then you don't hear anything and yeah. then you're just kind of gliding. You're like, did something terrible happen? Is this it? Is this our last flight? Is this magic? Yeah. What, I don't understand. Is this magic? Yeah. Maybe now we're floating. 
I or think, time traveling of some sort. Sure, I think I don't think anybody understands how planes actually work. I think we just get in them and we go. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, I don't think we want to understand it. No, it's kind of freaky, actually. It's a big tin can in the sky that somehow yeah, it gets up there. Like, honestly, <laughs> how it's I don't I don't get it. Well, the 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 best that I've been explained it to that I'll I'll I don't know if this makes any sense, but air is like water in that it's just, it is fluid and it's going through it. So it's like a submarine. Mm-hmm. in the water goes through the water that's how planes go through i think that's somewhat correct okay sure but i'm not sure so they slapped wings on a submarine and they were like so let's take this thing basically off. <laughs> yeah and then and the, the air is water and then one guy was like oh displacement and they're like oh i got it okay mm, understood displacement that's right <laughs> yeah i think that's i think that's it which was why flight simulator is so difficult for me to wrap my head around because I think I've got this analogy all wrong. <laughs> I don't think that I'm approaching it correctly at all, man. How is oh that going? Gosh. How's that game going? It's hard. Yeah. I, I saw it get tens today, which is great. Um, I'm still in training. Like I'm spending to the point where it almost kind of like ruined my mood. Not ruined, but like I was concentrating so hard that it fried my brain a little oh, bit. I'm like I'm trying to make this turn. I'm trying to do these things, and I don't know. I'm like I I don't think that I can push a keyboard key because i'm playing i don't even know if i can play with it a controller where like with the triggers you can kind of lightly press down on them okay right with a keyboard if you're pressing the button you're you're pressing the the button button. yeah yeah so i don't know how much lighter i can make this turn or make this adjustment and then i'm just like i don't want to do a barrel roll at least at least not right now no but and you can't do it man i want to get to it i want to get back to it though is it go ahead sorry sorry no no go ahead (laughs) I was going to say, isn't it funny how, like, all the simulator games are so... It's weird because we're supposed to be doing outlandish stuff in video games. And I remember, what was it, like, a few months ago, Farming Simulator was free on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And I picked it up, and I was like... Do you love it? Oh, man, it was so much fun. And I don't understand... (laughs) I don't even understand why. (laughs) Like, I'm driving my tractor to the store to go pick up a new piece for my crops. And, like, oh, God. Like, why is yeah. this so much fun? And my roommates came in and they're like, what are you playing? Yeah. <laughs> we're expecting Doesn't make any be, sense. We expected you to be playing some, like, Kingdom Hearts or something insane and you're farming. What are you doing? <laughs> what if you could merge your loves? What if you could be a farmer who's, like, some sort of ranger or dwarf or something? Like, you merge Great. D&D with Farming Simulator. That's what the world needs right now. That's, in D&D, Sean, that's just called retiring your character. <laughs> gets a ranch or something he, he just, goes out yep he goes and he buys goes out a to farm. the country there's, there's people that, that do games like that where they take the group the adventuring group and they go buy a farm and they just they just play as farmers actually you're not yeah, kidding i'm not kidding oh my god i love it well i've had uh my good friend ribo loves farming simulator oh, man. like he actually loves this and a little while ago i was just on twitch and like whatever the the thing that was on like the front page or whatever was a farming simulator like esport. They had like these competitions, like people going like teams going one on one, going like they're getting their hay bales up and everything, like putting them on these conveyor what? belts and stuff. Dude, it was awesome and it was actually intense. Like it got to the point like I I want to play it because it showed really well. Like if mm-hmm. it was it didn't really show them like playing it. it just show I guess there's just like a floating camera, right. right? Like it didn't show them like in it or or necessarily like manipulating how like complex it all is and i think that it is it just showed like what was happening and it looked cool all these like hay bales and like the patterns and the like if you're really good at it you just have everything like dropping in place like and there's this regular this this beat to it 
Yeah. It's almost melodic. It's just like, man, it was captivating. It was hypnotic. It's satisfying, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's That's like the this, word. It's like that satisfying feeling. It's like, oh, man, this just feels it, and it doesn't make any sense to you at all. Yeah, like, well, you got that whole field. Like they just you, you went up one row and then you turn around, you got the other row, and that's all clean. Like what is with those videos? It's just like the know. perfect like ninety degree angles. Everything's nicely like cut yeah. and trim. Yeah. Oh god, I don't know. It's there's so something. There's it's something to be analyzed. Feels there. so you know, good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Well, I can't wait for you to discover that that's going to be the next part of your your stream is oh, god. farming simulator. Farming simulator. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna get, yeah. I'm gonna dress up in a cowboy outfit and a plaid shirt. I'm gonna be chewing on some hay. I'm gonna get I love you say that it. like you don't already have that. And like I feel I like mean, that costume is just on the other side of the of the curtain there. I mean, I can't reveal secrets here, Sean. Come on now. I just want to tease people <laughs> just a little bit. I saw. Um, I don't know if this is terrible to say out loud or not, but Jez Corden from Windows Central tweeted something that I thought was like he doesn't. He doesn't do a tweet like this every once in a while. And I took a screenshot of it because I tried to reply to it. And it's like, this tweet has been deleted. I'm like, oh, this is juicy. Oh. He was saying, uh, he, he did a tweet. And I'm trying to bring it up here as well in my, in my screenshots that um, he said, would you ever go bungee jumping? And it just showed somebody jumping out of a plane bungee jumping. Okay. And like, this is a guy who is very like Xbox centric. He reports on Xbox. He's kind of like the new age, kind of like Ryan McCaffrey in many ways. Okay. And I'm like, that's not this guy doesn't tweet about ex, extreme sports. Uh-huh. He's not tweeting about literally bungee jumping. Is he talking about something happening, some news oh. happening with bungee? And then he deleted it. And I think later he kind of said, like, I guess sometimes there's smoke but no fire. And I'm like, mm, but if there's like, what do you think whoa, whoa, could whoa. happen with a tweet like that? What do you think he possibly could have been after with that? Huh. Would you go bungee jumping? God, like, I hope. Would, would bungee go back to Microsoft? God, I hope so. I know, right? I mean, but at the same time, God, I fuck, I love, I love bungee so much, but mm-hmm. they're not, they're not the same bungee anymore. I mean, I don't think anybody's returned, correct? I don't know. I don't know, man. Like that's the thing. Like, are they not the same? Because I don't know about you, but like Destiny feels a whole lot like Halo to me. Halo, yeah, I know when they um. When that whole debacle with Destiny happened, where they changed over the story and then they fired a, a lot of people, all right. those people—oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, all those all people gone. went to three four three. Yeah, and they worked on Halo. But mm-hmm. dude, if Bungie goes back to Microsoft, Can you imagine? That'd be us. Ah, uh, yes. What would you want them to do? Like, like, are you into Destiny? I'm. So I'm trying to get back into it. I got yeah. my. I actually jumped on for like an hour. It was like a few weeks ago. And I pulled mm-hmm. my characters over from my PlayStation, and I jumped over on a in, PC. Yeah, and I just jumped in to just try it out, and I was like, "It feels good," but then I'm like looking at all this stuff I have to do, and I'm like, "Well, we have I have the opposite problem now. Now there's mm-hmm. so many things to do that I don't even yeah. know where to begin." Damn, um, I kind of want them to do something new. I just want because I feel like Halo was very underrated, especially the first three. And even, yeah, the first three were underrated in terms of their narrative for for a shooter. Yeah. I always thought their story. Was I, really I'm good. on my camp. I didn't. I didn't really look at them for their story, but I discovered later that other people really liked the lore. So good. Yeah, I think so awesome about it. Like the rings, the flood. Every, it's it's all really great. The uh, flood is the second thing you bring up. I'm. A, I feel attacked. I can't why? stand the flood. It's the worst. It's the, I'm I'm on that side. Like I and I know that I'm on the rare side of the of these things because I like uh, are the Prometheans. 
I yeah. always mix up Prometheans and Proteans. Proteans. But Proteans was Mass Effect. I think. Yeah, I think Proteans were Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> Too many alien races to figure out. But the Flood is just like, they're just like dirt that's been like clay that's been kind of like brought to life. But they're the, reason, like fighting the they're the reason the rings exist, though. Okay, this is the thing. I need you. I, I tried to stream some Halo the other day. Mm-hmm. I, and I want to get back because I just want to get like this crash course through the Halo campaigns so that I'm ready for Infinite, which now apparently I've got all the time in the world for. Oh, boy. But I realized we were playing some Halo 2 the other night and we're all just talking. And I'm like, I haven't played this game in forever. I know kind of the beginning of Halo 2 and that's it. I don't remember anything else that happens. Oh, I barely remember the campaign from Halo 3 at all. And like, I can't, that's why I want to replay these. I, I have... I'm sure some form of like early onset dementia. Like I don't remember these things. <laughs> I don't remember at all. I, I like things that I really, really should remember things I'm really fond of. But the, the, the positive side is I get to replay things as if it's the first time. Yeah, like I know time, I like yeah. it, Yeah. but it's like, Oh, what, what's going to happen next? Like, dude, you've put 30 hours into this thing. How do you not know? So but, long ago, Sean. And we're getting, that's old. just it. We're getting a lot old. has happened. I was like, a what? lot has happened. What, how I was, 15? No, I couldn't have been that. 15 when Halo 3 came out? How? When did Halo... Yeah, I think we're about the same age. I think we're probably pretty close to that. Yeah, I think Because that would have been like two... Wait, 2000? Halo 3. Well, it would have been 360. Mm-hmm. So probably 2007? Halo 3, yeah, 2007. So I was 17. Yeah. Well, I was 16. I was, the, I was like the youngest in my class. I was 16 when that came out. Yeah, that's a good time to be playing Halo 3, oh, man. Man, it's the best. I'm pretty sure because I worked at like Canadian Best Buy back then called Future Shop. Um, and I was not into Halo at all at that point. Like not like crazy uh. into it. Like I had Halo 2 and Halo 1 on my original Xbox, but I wasn't like a let's go crazy. And a bunch of my friends were working that night, that midnight release for Halo 3. Oh, and um, so they were all working for it. And now all the, all the big dorks are all getting their Halo 3 game. I went to go visit a friend who was working there overnight and said, hey, and then walked into the store Picked up, knocked up on HD DVD and bought that instead of Halo <laughs> instead 3. Because <of> <laughs> <laughs> we were all playing like NHL or something back or Call of Duty or whatever it was. And I was just oh, like, yeah. not, I don't know. Like, I eventually got Halo 3. I was like, it's not like I was against it. I was just not necessarily a day one. Like, I just feel it's crazy the journey that we all kind of go on with some of these things. Like, like D&D. Like, there's, oh, you're yeah. super into it now, but there was a time when you would have passed right by it and just got something completely different. Who but, are these plebs playing this weird tabletop game? Like yeah, that, right? that would have been that yeah. would have been me. Dude. Eventually, eventually got it, but I just yeah, I want to play it now with an appreciation for the story. The story because I played I played five not thinking anything about the story, didn't care about it at all, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, I had a great time with it. Oh, that's good. I thought it was great. Like I thought it was super fun to play. I just didn't care about not being Master Chief, and I'm like, there's a precedent <laughs> for this. There is. There's actually three, but like one obviously with a numbered sequel. Yeah, I but mean, like a lot of games we haven't played as Master Chief in this in this series. Five, it's funny that you mentioned five because I never, I have, I still to this day I haven't played five. So, oh wow! So because there's a whole thing with like the multiplayer, um, and so I ended up watching the story like it was like last year. I actually watched the whole like cinematic thing. Yeah, and I was like, this story is a jumbled mess. I don't yeah. understand anything, and what is the point of Locke? at all like i don't i don't get any of it but it's um mm-hmm. it's weird cuz i have this i have a hate relationship and it's funny you mentioned that cuz my friend today was like hey i picked up halo 5 again why don't you get it so we could play multiplayer and, and i'm like dude we have 3 
and he's like, no, let's play Halo 5. I'm like, I'm not playing that bullet magnetism Halo. <laughs> All right, we're not doing this. And we got into a huge argument about it. So I, it's it's just really funny that you mentioned 5. That just Yeah, <laughs> it's top of mind. I think Halo is just like kind of becoming part of the conversation again. It kind of has to if you're on PC just because of Master Chief Collection. And I think ODST is coming very, very soon yes on pc so that's really cool like i'm just kind of i want to ride this a little bit i kind of just want to when do you ever it's kind of like when star wars went back into theaters for a little bit oh yeah Ugh, magical. Like, you know new and improved yeah magical well not yeah everything Maybe not, not everything not, not all improved <laughs> <laughs> somebody thought it was improved but it was definitely magical it was yeah man definitely a moment i just love well you should play you should play halo 5 is that a that's not on pc yet or is it can you play think. halo 5 on pc I don't even know. I don't think so. Too many things to keep track of. Dude, well, you, so, and you don't have an Xbox? And I do not have an Xbox, which is... But I will tell you this, Sean. They have so, they sold me, and all it took was a three... Whatever it was. Ten second, uh, ten second showing of Fable. Cool. I'm yes. Buying, I'm buying your system. Are you really? I'm buying your system now. Oh, my God. Fable was my favorite game on the Xbox. I couldn't stop playing that as a kid. Are you, oh my god. Me and my friends, me and my friends for years would run around like yelling at each other. Chicken chaser. Oh god, I love it. <laughs> See, this is I have I have a lot of terrible terrible gaps in my gaming and Fable is one of them. Oh. I have not played any Fable. This is something I I need to fix. I need them to if only there was a year where development was really constricted and restrained where they just weren't able to release anything. If only there was a year like that, I could really catch up on huh. some of these gaps. If only. Huh. If only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead, what am I doing? What am I even doing with my time and my life? You I'm can't... sitting here just like struggling. You got to play some Fable, bro. You got to. We got to get you to play some Fable. I think. Oh, wait. We went over this, actually. We talked about this. Yeah, you're I doing think we the, did. You were doing the other podcast. That other. Uh, mm-hmm. You were on uh, PSVG, right? Yeah. 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 That's and I was like, what? You haven't played Fable? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, man. It's on, It's installed. It's right here. It's like I'm touching it. Right. I'm touching Fable. That's the worst part. Uh, it's inst- yeah. It's yeah. It's rough. But and if you what play can I say, it, man? I will. If you do play it, I will recommend play one and two. Don't even bother with the rest of it. So this is the thing. This is the thing that I'll, I'll leave off on because I, I can't keep you all night. It's already it's it's pretty much tomorrow for you. Um, I'm good. Do you find <laughs> do you find like with streaming? That it kind of gives you a little bit of that focus. Like, were you finding that you weren't able to land on something that you wanted to play, but then, like, because you're streaming, like, it helps you pick something to stick with in a little bit? Like, that's kind of where I'm finally coming back into my routine with streaming. I've been away for a little while because I'm working from home. I'm in this chair for 10 hours, and then I've got to, like, get back in. It's like, no, thank you. Yeah. Now no. I stand up all day. I can sit in this thing at nighttime, which is <laughs> awesome. So I'm like, I want to get to, I've got like these plans. Like number one is Halo. I want to mainline these campaigns and stuff. And maybe Fable kind of locks into that. Like, is there, a, is there a different role that streaming plays for you in terms of like your gaming or is it mo- more of like an extension of your natural gaming state? That's a really good question, Strong. Um, it depends. It depends. I think it feels like that's a good answer. (laughs) I feel like at times it's an extension because like I've been wanting. So, for example, I've been wanting to play Civ six and I've played it and I've I've used that outlet to play it. And other times, like when someone recommended Metro and Mm -hmm. the thing, the game I really want to play right now and I don't want to stream for whatever, five hours and then go and then play Ghost of Tsushima. For like another right. five hours, so I think it. I think it heavily depends, but I feel like it more falls on the extension side. 
Yeah. I, I feel like that's, that's good. That's because when you're streaming too, you want you want to be able to talk to the audience. You want to give them like you don't want to play a game you don't want to play. You know what I mean? Definitely. You don't want to give yeah. out that negative energy on a stream. Even though it's mm-hmm. funny to watch someone especially which Struggle. I'm, I'm assuming I'll be doing very shortly with like fall guys and like throwing my controller around the damn room. Oh, dude, you're going to have a great time. But like <laughs> But I mean, yeah, the I Damn, Sean. That's 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 but the that's last just question. That, well, Fall Guys is a tough is a tough one because it's throwing my plans out the window, dude. Yes, it's the most fun game I've had streaming in forever, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, I guess there goes my Halo plans. Like, I guess there goes like that's exactly so. Like, why even make us. plans? Yeah, we did that. We we sat down. It was like five or six of us, and all of us hadn't been able to play together for a long time. And we're like, mm-hmm. all right, we're gonna play some Halo, and then we're waiting on three other people. And my boy's like, you want to play Fall Guys? I was like, yep. Yep, let's play Fall Guys. And we played Fall Guys, and everyone jumps in the chat. And the, our one friend's like, "Is there's like three 30-year-old men playing a children's game. <laughs> it's not a children's game. It's oh. it's adult, like, uh, MXC or That's Wipeout. exactly what it is. It's like yeah. MXC. What the hell did we say it was? It was MXC mixed with, um, uh, I don't even remember. But it was... It was is the perfect it's perfect example. but it's, a- it's really good man so- i'm just glad that we can all have a little bit of joy like finally i know everybody's been having a lot of their fun with animal crossing and stuff and yep. that's just it. that's why i thought you're gonna go with like the like the simulator games the things that like we seem to be really rallying around right now is like the homework and the mortgage and the chores yeah. of animal crossing it's like really like that's i mean i, I get it I've, I've put a bunch of hours into too. this is the whole thing too i feed into this whole narrative that i hate animal crossing and that has been uh, cropped up around me. It's like I put. I feel like I put enough hours into New Leaf that yeah. that's not a thing. I'm just passing on this one because I don't like that you have to buy a new copy for every person who wants to play it in your house. Like one copy per island per console or whatever garbage it is. Yeah, I'm just a little upset with that. That man. is kind of this. It. This was my. This was actually my first Animal Crossing game. Oh, this, he played it. Yeah, this was my first one. This was my first one, and yeah, I see the. I see the allure. I got my I got my girlfriend very upset because I was going to sleep with the switch in my hand and I would wake up <laughs> and I'm at the table with my coffee playing my switch and she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm moving my trees." You're what? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> moving my trees. I yeah, dude. Try to explain. That's the best part about being a dork. It's just kind of like, hey, let me just like, okay, I'm totally into this. And when you and I talk about it, it's like, we won't blink an eye. No hesitation. Just like, let's let's dive into Halo lore or whatever. Some yeah. of the dorkiest stuff you can possibly talk about. You take one step outside of that and talk to somebody else who's like sitting right there. And they're like, what are you on about? Like, what the hell is wrong with you? But we find comfort in this. We're a bunch of grown ass baby men. Now, you want to get really, you want to get really dorky. We'll have, a, we'll have a conversation about if you think, Anakin Skywalker was the chosen one. Then we'll get really do- dorky. Was he? I think so. I don't think so. I think Wait, you do think he was? Anakin Skywalker was absolutely the chosen one. He brought balance to the Force by throwing Palpatine down the shaft. It just took him years of ter- oh, torture and I see what you're turmoil. Saying. Yeah. But that's a dorky mm, conversation. But he didn't... F- Wait, is it too late to talk about later stuff? Or is it? can we talk about the ninth one yet? Oh, I yeah, of course. But he didn't like finish. Okay, like spoilers for the last one. I saw it. Well, I it's s- in the trailer. Like I he's back. It. He didn't actually kill him. I don't. He's- I don't even. That's not even a real movie to me. I don't know what that wow. was. Wow. <laughs> Sean, let me tell you something. I've never. I've gone into movies and I've been like, okay, that movie's kind of bad. And I've watched it. I was audibly yelling in a full movie theater. <laughs> I'm like, what is what is happening? 
what are you doing? There's no consequences. And like everyone around me is like freaking. They're like, dude, calm down. I'm like, no, this is terrible. What were is you on this? opening night? No, it wasn't. It was like it was like a week later. And I, I so shut especially people up. are like really wondering what you're yelling about. Yeah, like opening night. It kind of kind of makes sense. People are are in it. They're invested. Oh, They're day one fans, dude. I was. You're like day eight. <laughs> I went in. I went in with like I went in with my Star Wars T-shirt, and my girl took a picture with me next to one of the Sith troopers that they had in front of the in the movie theater, and yeah, I was like you're, so you're ready. Mm-hmm. And then I got in there, and I'm like this the whole time. I'm like, oh my god, I hate this oh, movie. Oh no, really? <sighs> I could. It ruined the whole. Tr- and I liked. I liked Force Awakens, and yeah. I, and I liked the Last Jedi because. Not not for the subversion. I just like the story. It's I think it had the problem of the Game of Thrones thing where it's like we needed this. This needed to be in the first movie to explain what the hell just happened. Kind of. Deal. Right. Right. And and nine. I told all, all my friends. I'll tell you the same thing. Nine ruined the entire sequel trilogy for me. Wow. Just throw it away. Like just throw the whole thing away. I don't I can't. I'm on the I'm on the side that eight did that for me. Okay. I just can't I just can't with eight. And so like it's, I was just I don't know. Was it the Luke Skywalker the, thing? I think I think it was just all of it. Yeah. Like it was the the Harry Potter flying in space. It was, <laughs> that was like she even like actually in real life like they had a chance they could have just wrote her off. Like that would have been it. Mm-hmm. They had the scene where it exploded, mm-hmm. she's out in space, like that's how she goes. That would have been of all the deaths that happened. That would have been the best one. Yeah, yeah. That would have actually been the most epic. She just like pff, blasts into space. Oh, oh, best. You still don't. I still think. I still love Luke's death in Last Jedi. I think that was the most epic, most Jedi thing that he could have possibly done. Where he exerted himself to death. Yes, and he projected himself across the galaxy and made <sighs> Kylo so mad he couldn't even realize he was a projection. That was amazing. No, no, we're not going to agree on this one at all. <laughs> I don't think at all. Like, I'm sorry. And I don't, I hate disagreeing with people. This is just, oh. and it, but this is, look at this. This is a beautiful thing. Yeah. We can still be friends after this. Of course. You can be wrong and we can still be friends. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I almost got that by too. Yeah, you almost did. I said, yeah. I said the same thing to, um, there's a dude, I, I watch Star Wars theory constantly because I'm a massive nerd holy crap yeah i've never heard of that that's amazing and he's like he he came out of nowhere two years ago and he became the biggest star wars channel on youtube and uh um, yeah so he was doing a live chat or whatever and he he loves the prequels he's like each and every one of the prequel movies are great movies yeah and i sent him oh was he the dude who was on um he, there was somebody on kind of funny a long time ago who made a case that those movies are good no it probably i don't think it was him but i hope not there was anyway but, the guy made a pretty decent case for it where like, but then you just watch them again. And you're like, nah, it's not no, good. No, I tried. Like, I tried again. Like, it's yeah. just, it's bad. They're, I understand. Yeah. Like, the last 45 minutes of Revenge of the Sith and then the Darth Maul fight in episode one. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Pretty much. There's nothing else. They need, good. like, a greatest hits. Like, the scenes, like, a, like a, they could smash cut that into, like, 17 minutes. And you're like, all right, this is pretty cool. I w- there's moments and there's, there's scenes and visuals that are, like, awesome. That's why the trailers all looked really good. That's why yeah. we were so hyped for all these things. Yeah. Oh my god. And then you realize that they actually had to like direct and act and actually <laughs> and film do stuff. The thing. I, yeah. I, I in will, between. I will. I've tur- I've come around on Hayden Christensen though. I do like. That's generous. I like it because the reason the the reason he did it was because he modeled um, Anakin's talking directly after James Earl Jones' talking patterns as Darth Vader. So the reason, and I I explained I talked to this with my actor friend. And he's like, yeah, but it was still bad acting job. And I was like, yeah, but he was Darth Vader. He he did that monotone thing, 
and he was like very inquisitive and very straightforward and he sounded like Vader. So to that degree, I'll give him that. But next to when you yeah. put him next to Ewan McGregor, it kind of ruins the whole thing. The funny thing is, even Ewan McGregor, like it, it's just so cheesy. Like the lines are just so, and the angle, like camera angles, and I don't know what they were doing with like the frame rate and everything. It's just very, very. Uh, you didn't like strange, Ewan. Man. You didn't like Ewan. Nah, I, I mean he's, he's fine. It's just it's the whole movie. It's the whole like packaging. It's kind yeah. of like. I don't know if you had like a sushi, but like had a gummy bear in the middle of it. I was like, that's weird. Like, I mean, I like sushi, but what the heck is that doing in there? It's just wait. That thing is the other way around. That analogy doesn't really a gummy work. bear with sushi inside of it. Maybe, yeah. A gummy bear made out of sushi. I've been talking to people like Garrett Bland and Andrew from Nintendo Pals lately, and it's just like I'm trying to keep up with these guys. And then like talking to Garrett Bland about nanoparticles and stuff, I'm just like I've been blacked out ever since, man. <laughs> It's just kind I of use up all my brain power through life at this point. So maybe I do understand that Luke actually did Jedi power himself to death. Like maybe there is I could, I could understand it. I, I yeah, I don't listen. I liked it. I enjoyed it. But I, I still also had problems with it. But it was at the end of the day, it was two directors who had a pissing contest. That was a, that was a bad that was a bad mock up, man. That's never going to work out. Even no. with like Snyder cut for Justice League oh, is going to be interesting when that comes I out. I can't wait for that. I can't wait. I never actually saw Justice League, only because everybody just made fun of it the entire time. Listen, but I, I could yeah. definitely see why that would be a disaster. It's like even if you bring in a guy who's amazing like Joss Whedon, like yeah. it's two different people. Yeah, it's, and the move that's exactly what that movie was. It felt like two different movies mushed up into one. The, yeah. the Snyder cut is just his cut beginning to end. Which yeah. I'm again What if it's good? What if it's, it's objectively gonna be. good? I, I bet you it's gonna be good. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't have that kind of blind faith. It's, I came out of most of those movies just like I just I couldn't believe what I was watching. I need to I need to have some kind of faith because DC knocks it out of the park in every area except mm-hmm. for the movies, and it drives yeah. me freaking nuts. Yeah, and especially with the writing on the wall with this Flash movie. Listen, yeah, if they don't if they don't do this <laughs> Flash movie right, I'm done. Like as a as a DC fan in general, I'm just done with you. I'm sorry, like I can't. <laughs> Don't you think that, like, now is their time? Like, now is their chance? Oh, yeah. Like, Marvel is, like, they kind of, they shot their shot. This next phase of whatever is going to happen, like, God knows what, if that's going to be any good. They're waning. To me, it doesn't look like it's got any shot at all. But I don't know anything about any of these movies they're doing. Mm. But, so maybe it'll be, like, another, everybody calls back to, like, well, nobody knew or, like, Iron Man. And then that became enormous and everything. Yeah. So, or Gal- Gardens of the Galaxy. Like, there's a lot of really good examples of where people didn't care about these characters and that, or Ant-Man. No, nope. yeah, no one cared about him. Nobody yeah. cared. And Mar- I'm not even like I don't know if he, I'm over the moon for Ant Man. I mean, it's he's funny and he's like I think Paul Rudd's great in that role. Same. Yep. Which is odd because it conflicts with the comics so much, but he's great on screen. Like yeah. Hank Pym is a very serious character, and um, mm-hmm. but they they've done a great job with Marvel to an extent. I feel like the last the last bunch of movies were not that great. But I mean, that's me. Like Cap- yeah. Captain Marvel was a mess. I don't understand. Oh, I never saw that one. Yeah, don't bother. <laughs> I got really fatigued by it, man. Like yeah. I got to the point where I realized that the only time that I was going to the theater was to either see something Marvel or something Star Wars. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's not like it's great. Like that's what I should want as a dork and everything. I I want to see that. I would have like killed for that as a kid. Oh yeah. You know, as we we're looking to like. Super Mario or Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. It's just like, holy crap. Like, thank- <laughs> thankfully, we have some sort of really good... Or even, like, Ben Affleck Daredevil. 
Like it took us a while to get oh, to this God. point where every movie's like this blockbuster craziness. Well, we but had I Spider Man. I got fatigued. Yeah, Spider Man did it. I actually had to leave a job because of, I'm pretty sure it was Spider Man Two, where I called in sick and then I went to the movie and then somebody <laughs> else at the at the restaurant knew that I wasn't sick. They saw me at the theater. Oh God. Really? I got busted tonight. Yeah, I just well, that was the beginning. That wasn't the direct thing, but it was kind of the beginning of the end. <laughs> it's just like yeah, I the can't. The catalyst really. was Spider Man too. That's yeah, it. yeah, That's and I don't. Yeah, I feel, I, I, I feel <laughs> so you on thoughts. that though. It feels like the, it feels like the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone like '80s action movies, mm-hmm. and then I feel like we're close to uh, where they're where they're about to do the Expendables version of the superhero yeah. movies. I think. Marvel had its old run. and wrinkly. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel had its run. I think the only thing that they're going to stay strong with is Doctor Strange because they have Cumberbatch doing that. Yeah, and then I hope D- DC does a good job. I need them to just for my sanity at this point. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what's a character they haven't gotten to, or somebody that you'd want them to redo of all like the Marvel stuff? Oh, oh, Marvel in general, like a re- yeah, like for me, like I love Punisher. I think Punisher, Punisher. or Punisher. Silver Surfer. Are like amazing characters, and Silver Surfer is shoehorned into the stupid Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> Silver Surfer like, would be a great, would be a. He's great an character. amazing character. Um, I'm trying to think of who. I mean, is he can, a he? Can they? I think yes, he is. <laughs> or an yeah. it? I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, he's a he. He's a he. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he looks like a he. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's I, I hope so. There's um, oh man. Yeah, I mean, I think I feel like they've done everything I've I've personally wanted to see because I'm a DC dude, but I still love Marvel in its own right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, oh my God, Carnage! Carnage is another one that I would want to see. Carnage. And Venom is the thing that I just don't even think is even done. Like I just I haven't seen the movie, oh. but I just can't. I don't I don't know. It's a, I can't get over the look of them. It's Spider Man. It's literally like the it it feels like this was shot right after Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. Yeah, like it, that, it has that. Not type, selling it. It has that type of vibe to it, and we're supposed. That's what I was picking up. We're supposed to get good. Carnage, with um. Actually, I'm not going to say anything. You haven't seen Venom, so. No, but th- I, who did I see? Who did they cast as Carnage? I thought that was a thing. Oh, did you see that? Because that's what I was about to say to you. No, I'm pretty sure. No, I was pretty sure that somebody. I'm pretty sure I saw that like they had cast them. Yeah. Or that there was consideration they, that that was a thing that they were going to do. They cast. But obviously, you want me to tell something you? happens in Venom. Yeah, just tell me. Who okay, they, they, cast, they cast Woody Harrelson as as Cletus Cassidy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. Mm. It's funny because Woody shows up in all these movies, and I'm always like, "What the fuck is Woody Harrelson doing in this movie?" <laughs> What is he? And then he's like awesome in it. So I gotta just kind of put that aside a little bit. Yeah, he's good. I think, I think he's gonna be good from what I've seen. He's already kind of portraying the character pretty well. So I'm sure he is. He's totally insane. Dude. It was either him or like Jim Carrey. No, Jim Carrey's too goofy. He's too goofy. He would, but he he could be kind of like just wait for him to scare you though. That's the thing is like, I kind of look at. Woody just kind of, he's got that goofy-ass smile as well. Yeah. Like, I want somebody kind of psychotic a little bit. Not like the Jared Leto psychotic. They're like, actually, oh. somebody really scared. What is, Jared Leto was doing something else, too. He was just cast as somebody. He was on the Marvel vam- side, wasn't he? Vamp- Vampiro or something. He was like some vampire. Oh, yeah, of course he was. Mysterious? He was born a vampire, I'm pretty sure. That guy is, I don't, I don't. Oh, Mysterio. Oh, yes, yeah, I think you're right. Um, something. Morbius, was it? Yes, that's what it is. Morbius. Was it Morbius? Because he seems a- like, Morbius seems huge. Like, he's going to really beef out for that role. Yeah, so he's going to have to. I mean, and he's a yeah. tiny dude, right? Yeah. 
But he's good. I like him, man. He's just he's had a rough little go. Last little yeah, time. look what he did to Joker. How dare you? Like how? Sorry, how da- they just cut him out of the movie. Just cut him out of the movie. Anyway, man, uh, <laughs> tell all the people listening uh, if they're still here. <laughs> if, <laughs> After we've been um, rambling for like, I know. I'm like, well, I don't know where we could go from here. So uh, let's cut it off. We'll talk to you soon. Where can people find you all over the internet and all the things you're doing? Oh man, man. you guys could find me on Twitch, YouTube. Twitter, all under the same handle, Sticks and Crits, S-T-I-X-N-C-R-I-T-S. And I stream on Twitch every day, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we start off with a little gaming news, and then we start playing some games. Ooh, that's a good way to do it. I got, I got, the, I got the audience. I started doing it when I had nobody watching. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to read gaming news to myself. So I just, Why not? So I just started playing, but now I got an audience. So we did, uh, I'm started, I started the gaming news today. So I'm gonna be doing it every day, dude. That's a really that's really smart. Yeah, do it's podcasting and go right into the right into the game. And I can I also like it a lot. drink my coffee and warm up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, you you want to you want to pull a muscle. You got to warm up a little <laughs> bit. Got to stretch. <laughs> Dude, I could seriously talk to you about all things dork and nerdism, and I'm we gotta we gotta chat again soon. Yes. Okay, we'll do, we're gonna do this again soon. We're gonna play games as well for sure. Yeah, and I'm gonna pull you on Twitch, and and when you're playing through Halo campaign, bring me with you. Yeah, because you, I'm gonna, you're, I'm gonna, you're gonna be like when I when I start up on Word and I'm like, dear so and so, and then the paperclip shows up. It's like it looks like you're starting to write a letter. <laughs> like I need you to be my Halo paper. I'll be clip. the paperclip. I got you. Thank you. Halo I love it, man. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me, brother. Okay, so here's here's the deal. Um, there was a point in the conversation that something happened. I don't know if it, like internet cut out or power went out or something. Um, but I'm pretty sure that I edited that out. But if it's still in there, <laughs> I couldn't find it, man. But I'm like, I'm not going to scrub through the entirety of the show. Maybe I should do that. Maybe some people do that. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got it. And if you guys know where it happened, if it is in there, if it's blatant, then I, please let me know if you're a patron and you're and like, let me know. I can fix it for for Monday. <laughs> I can fix it before it goes out to everybody else. Uh, but if you guys, if it's not blatantly obvious, but you can still kind of catch it, then hmm, I should put a little test like that in everyone. Like I should put a little Easter egg in there. Like either some sort of like poem, like a prose or something, or a rhyme, or some sort of reference to like, I don't know, something. If you guys, that should be a, like a patron perk for something that I can like sneak into a conversation that seems nat. It's like a challenge. You guys can lay down the gauntlet, but you can also follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. And by the way, thank you so much for listening to the show. And thank you for Thomas. Thank you to Thomas for coming on the show, man. Got to chat again. I could talk to that guy forever. How chill is he? What a good voice. Good. He's a good boy. Twitch.tv slash sticks and crits. You can go follow him. Uh, did I say me already? Sean Capri. Sean like Connor Capri like the pants. Um, I would love it if you shared this podcast, retweet it. Uh, it's actually, that's been going really, really well. Uh, on Mondays when it goes up for everybody else, if you really like this show and like all the things that I do and you want to support me in a, in a big bad way, you can go to patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. You get this show early. You get Cup of Joe early. You get the Xbox Drive a little bit earlier. You get, what else do you get? You get the um, the Pants Patreon podcast for Patrons Podcast, which is basically like just me, but it's also you. And it's also like 50 other people. And it's this nice little, I would say intimate, but that kind of sounds, it's not really the word I'm going for. <laughs> but it's cool. It's super fun. Last time I think we had like 10 or 12 questions coming on and it's a half an hour to 40 minutes of just like, let's let's just talk about, do I, do I sleep? 
with a top blanket? You'll find the answer to that and many, many more brain-busting questions at the Pants Patreon Podcast for Patrons Podcast at patreon.com slash Capri. So I hope you guys will go ahead and support me there. Otherwise, this has been We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. I'm going to be back next week with Barry. Barry Carenza. He's coming. It's happening. And who am I recording with next? I'm not even sure, but lots of stuff is happening, guys. We're recording all the way up through October and then beyond. Um, so now it's time for Jason. Jason, Jason. Jason! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!